0: Team Canada, we've uh, got the audio, we've got the clip here. Team Canada winning gold, of course, in uh, Czechoslovakia with an exciting win over the Russians. Now moved ahead. In comes Thomas with a chance. But he scores! Akil Thomas has given Canada the
1: lead! With less than four, but the guy from the third period!
0: Love it. That was the go-ahead goal scored by uh, Akeel Thomas, as you just heard there. We were down 3-1 going into the third, but Team Canada emerges with a 4-3 victory. Uh, let's welcome in the coach, Tim Cunningham. He joins us here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. By the way, I just looked over. We've got new phones, too. Uh, how do these work? Is, is he up? Is he on? He's up. Okay, Coach, are you there?
1: I'm here. I'm here, Jeff. okay good. Thanks for having me. Happy New Year. <laughs> Happy
0: New Year to you okay, as well.
1: I forget, I forget my password after a long weekend, so don't sweat it. <laughs>
0: okay, thank you. That makes me feel better. It's been two weeks here. But, yeah, everything's changed. We've even got, like, brand-new phones. Uh, anyways, let's get into this uh, game uh, yesterday. What a game this was. So many twists and turns, particularly, Coach, in the last uh, two, three minutes.
1: Uh, absolutely. Unbelievable third period. Uh, well, unbelievable game. And, and, and that goal by... Akil Thomas, a uh, member of the Niagara Ice Dogs, probably going to the Peter Ropeets this week. But uh, when, you, when you see him come into the zone, that puck's getting away from him. You almost think, well, the, you know, the, the Russian goalie's going to be able to cover that thing. But just an incredible second effort to get that puck, drag it back, and somehow get it up uh, over, the, over the goaltender and into the net. Just an unbelievable play. And, and uh, you know, we're, we're at the beginning of January, and that's probably the, uh, it's probably the goal of the year.
0: Yeah, well, talk to, well, maybe a close second, talk to me about Barrett Hayden, the uh, captain of Team Canada, who scored the tying goal uh, for, the, uh, for Team Canada. And a lot of people thought he wasn't even going to be uh, playing, uh, Coach, because of a, uh, what looked like a pretty substantial injury in the semis against the Finns.
1: I talked to a friend of mine this morning who's an NHL scout who was at the tournament and, and saw Barrett Hayden before the game and was shocked that he was playing. Thought that he'd probably dress and just be on the bench. And then, as you know, like uh, we saw on TV, they, they had the camera on him in warm-up, and he was really struggling to, uh, to, to shoot the puck. And then as the game went on, and, and I think, it, uh, you know, as the people are saying, adrenaline kicks in. Uh, he, he was, uh, he, he, uh, you know, he's got a first-degree separation of his shoulder, and he was still able to, to, to fire the puck. And that's just adrenaline and, and pure toughness. And, um, you know, it's going to be interesting to see what happens with Barrett Hayden now moving forward. He's technically a member of the Sioux Greyhounds because Arizona had to send him back to junior. In order to loan him to Team Canada, the OHL trade deadline is coming up on Friday. Uh, he won't be a member of the Sioux Greyhounds. So it's uh, so Arizona's got a decision to make. Do they keep him in Arizona? He's only played 14 games this year. Uh, or do they let him get healthy and play junior, uh, which will be the, the Sioux, would, uh, if they were able to trade him, uh, will bring back uh, an incredible amount of uh, players and picks uh, if, if they're allowed to.
0: That's really uh, interesting. Uh, you know, I, I would think if I'm Arizona, I'm just licking my chops because they, of course, now have Taylor Hall and uh, wouldn't bear it uh, 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 he He looks like he's in that Taylor Hall kind of mode uh, of a player, that the, the two of them uh, together, that looks like the future of the Coyotes.
1: Well, it does, but the question is how, how severe is the separated shoulder? And uh, so if he's going to be out a while, as I said, he's only played 14 games. So let's say he's out for a month or so, and then you want to bring him back at the NHL level with only 14 games under his belt, or is, would it be better for his development to send him back to junior and let him finish off the season, go on a team on, on a pl- long playoff run? And if I'm, I'm, I'm the worst prognosticator, but if I'm Arizona, I think I want the kid to play a lot. And the only place he's going to play a lot is in junior.
0: But is he going to get better there? I mean, certainly he's a dominant uh, player, as we saw in the yeah. uh, World Juniors. I mean, would he be better playing in the NHL? Would his game grow there more?
1: Well, that's the thing. But he's not going to get better sitting in the press box in Arizona. He will get better. I mean, just he needs, you know, the, the, being on the ice. Yeah, I mean, he, he needs to play. And as a, to play regularly, that's going to be the OHL.
0: All right. Should we also mention? I mean, these were great goals late in the game by Hayden and by Thomas that lifted Canada to the win. But if we were looking at the three stars, maybe it's those two guys and the TSN camera coach.
1: <laughs> well, I looked. You know, I looked it up, the camera. You know, uh, people, if, if that was in any other league, that's a penalty. But when under the double uh, IHF, they have a rule, rule one thirty five. Section five, uh, it says if, uh, if a puck hits the score clock or any structure object above the ice, it's not a penalty uh, when you're firing the puck out of, out of uh, outside the rink from your own zone. So technically, the refs made the right call. Uh, and thank God the TSN had a camera there because that puck was uh, that had some heat on it. And if that camera's not there, then Canada's down two men and could have been a much different result in the last uh, couple minutes of that game.
0: Yeah, I don't know what member of the TSN crew have fixed, uh, you know, fixed that camera <laughs> there, but whoever it is, they deserve the Order of Canada, quite frankly. Well, and a gold medal. What does this uh, win mean for Team Canada's coach uh, Dale Hunter? I mean, he certainly is a, a very uh, decorated uh, veteran of uh, the hockey wars, whether it be in the NHL and, of course, the great run he and his brother Mark Hunter have had with the uh, London Knights uh, down the road. Two-time Memorial Cup champion, and now the coach Coach of a gold medal winning uh, world junior team?
1: Well, I think it, it shows, uh, I mean, Dale Hunter's a guy that uh, is not a warm, fuzzy person, but I can tell you, I cover the OHL have for many years. Uh, he's, he's an incredible coach, and, and he's a, the ultimate players coach. He lets players hold them, themselves accountable to one another. He's also a, an incredible detail guy, as is Mark Hunter. Leaf fans know that through his uh, time with the Leafs the last couple of years. Uh, where does he Where does he go from here? I don't think he wants to go back to the NHL. I mean he'd he basically take a pay cut if he did uh, because of the amount of money that the Knights make.
0: Yeah, because they're also he, owners of the team.
1: they're They're owners of the team and and uh, you know they they they, uh, they they take in a lot of dough. so why would you why would you leave a, a gig like that? Um, for the NHL, he's been there. He's done that. Uh, coached in Washington. Uh, I don't think he, it really was uh, his, his his deal. He's like, um, to me, he's a Brian Kilray type of this era. Kid that uh, no matter how much, he gets older every year, obviously, but he still has the ability to relate to kids. And Brian Kilray was the same way, and Mark Hunter, at his age, can still he can relate to millennials, and he can get them going. Where you know a lot of coaches have, have a tough time right now. Uh, coaching, you know, is becoming more of a sales job than it is X's and O's. And, and Hunter uh, just has that ability to get through to kids. And, and you know, you just look at that Akeel Thomas goal. He said, he said you know said, I just knew Akeel Thomas had a goal in him. Akeel Thomas had very limited ice time in the whole tournament, but put him on the ice at the right moment, and that is that is vintage Dale Hunter.
0: All right, just uh, finally before we leave uh, Team Canada, is there one player that really stood out uh, for you that uh, fans should really keep their eye on in the uh, coming years? I mean, who's going to be the big star? Is it Lafreniere or or somebody else off this team?
1: Lafreniere, and, you know, I go to the the draft-eligible guys, and and I look at J.B. Drysdale a kid that scored a big goal in the, in the semis against uh, Finland and uh, uh, he, he's with the Erie Otters. And to me, he's, he's a kid that so he's going to be back. He's draft eligible. So he'll be back on team Canada next year. Uh, but, but, uh, and, and some of those draft eligible kids like Lafreniere and, and even Dawson uh, Mercer and, and Quinton Byfield, these kids that are all going to be back next year are like Quinton Byfield, very limited dice time in this tournament. But when you see him play in the OHL at 17 turning 18, he's a man playing with boys. And and don't forget, coming up uh, next year, perhaps you're gonna have Mason McTavish, who's a rookie with the Peter Pete's, and and Shane Wright, the exceptional status. Player from Kingston who are just incredible players. So the, the the well is very deep for Team Canada. There's a lot to look forward to. But if I was going to pick one guy moving forward, would be Jamie Drysdale.
0: All right, let's turn the page. Talk about the uh, Leafs who have had an incredible run since Sheldon Keefe took over as coach. And I mean, this is certainly uh, you know really exciting, exciting hockey to watch. Going to be a great game tonight uh, with the Oilers and McDavid in town uh, against the uh, Leafs coach. Uh, but what do you make of this run-and-gun style? I mean, I don't think that this is something we've seen since, uh, well, ironically enough, the Oilers uh, of well, the 80s. Exactly. Uh, is this a team that uh, can win playoff games this way? I think that's Leaf fans' concern. I mean, having the time of our lives watching this squad right now, but is this team built for the playoffs?
1: Well, that's that's the thing. And in the playoffs, you got to get a little heavier. And the one thing that the Oilers had, those great teams that scored all those goals— They also had, uh, you know, guys like Marty McSorley and and, uh, Dave Semenko that, uh, you know, you you need a bit of toughness still to this day. I'm not talking about guys going out and dropping gloves and just, uh, you know, designated fighters. You need guys with skill. But with a lot of toughness, and you see the teams the last couple of years of the one the cups, they have those kind of guys. Now the problem the Leafs have is they're up against the salary cap, so uh, they've got a little bit of space, but they're 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 going to have to move somebody out and bring somebody in for around you know prorated, you know around seven hundred thousand dollars that can have some skill uh, and and uh, and 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 a lot of, add a lot of toughness. So who,
0: who are you moving that? out? Would you move out like a Nylander? He's having a heck um, of a season.
1: No, no, you don't have to. I think you you can move you can move uh, somebody out or uh, that makes a lot less money and and, and now if you're moving Nylander out, out, uh, then you've got to bring somebody big in and don't forget coming off the cap at the end of this year you've got 10 million bucks coming off because you've got uh, guys like Cody Ceci that's uh, uh, you know making close to five million bucks that uh, you've got three defensemen that are gonna come off at the end of this year and that's going to save the Leafs 10 million bucks
0: yeah obviously I mean the Leafs now almost they need a GPS back to their own end it seems sometimes. <laughs> And, well, and does yeah, that concern is- you, though, I was going to ask you, Coach, because, you know, I was watching the game the other night in Winnipeg, and at one point I think the shots were like 43-20 for uh, Winnipeg. I mean, uh, Freddie uh, doing a great job, as he usually does, between the pipes. But, you know, we talk about him being fresh and ready for the playoffs. I mean, if he's uh, getting 40-plus shots a night, that's going to add up by April.
1: Well, that's and that's the thing. That's the other big question is, uh, you know, what their, their backup goaltending situation. You now, Michael Hodgson has played very well of late, had a shutout the other night. But his save percentage is under nine uh, is under nine hundred, and uh, you know his, his goals against average is uh, almost three point six. So uh, that if, if anything happens to Freddie Anderson, you won't, you might be kissing your season goodbye. Um, uh, and and you you know so they're going to be very careful how they use Anderson because you don't want a guy that to be you know when the, when that crunch of the playoffs comes in where you're playing every second night. Uh, you don't want to you don't want to burn the guy out. So uh, they've they've got uh, they've got a tough road. They've got some t- tough decisions to make. Or does Michael Hutchinson keep playing the way he is and and give him uh, uh, a lot more ice time? It's um, it, it's it's a tough question, and and uh, that's why they're paying Kyle Dubas the big bucks.
0: Absolutely, certainly has been uh, fun the uh, last uh, month, month and a half, and uh, promises right. to be uh, the second half of the season uh, as well. Coach, thanks as always, my friend. Happy New Year.
1: Happy New Year, buddy. Talk to you soon.